It's January 4th, 2018. Today's episode is dedicated to Ty Pazabon. As we approach one year since Ty's passing, the guys talk to some of Ty's close friends and reflect on the last 12 months. This is Cowboy Shit with Ted and Weesey, brought to you by Everything Cowboy. So let's talk about Cowboy Shit, eh? There's no news on the CFR yet. Nothing. Haven't CFR heard. front. Trickets. CFR update. Segment number one Nothing. of the podcast. Right? Segment number one? What do we call or that? Segment one. Part one. But like part one on the CFR broad, like the CFR thing. What do we call that? It's a thing. Thing, right? No, there's what? Are the, what do Jay and Dan do? They know a feature. It's like a feature. No, but it's like a thing. CFR like watch. A, yeah, CFR. CFR watch 2018. What was the thing? Where about? will the CFR end up? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But when we find out, we'll tell you. We'll tell you about it a couple of days after we find out because we have to record. Because it. it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Yeah. But, but you'll find it on the website. And there's stuff. no news. 2017. What a year. What a year. What a year. Lots of ups, lots of downs. Yeah. Some doors open, some, some all doors around. close. Some yeah. cool things happen, some yeah. not cool things happen. It was good. 2018. What a time to be alive. Yeah. What so was you, the number one moment? What was it? What was 2017? The number one moment, it was actually, uh, well, it was an easy pick once I got thinking about it. And I think you're the one that told me. But it's Ty Pazabon. How can we not make it tied? So let's get right to it, though. Today's episode is all about Ty Pazabon. I uh, left us January 9th, 2017, but this this episode is all about Ty. So we're going to have Tanner Byrne on. Tanner is one of Ty's best friends, and he's a big part of the Ty Pazabon Foundation. In addition to that, uh, Rusty Clooney is the president. Chairman. Chairman. The CEO. Chairman. The boss man. Ty Pazabon Foundation. Show. He is on the podcast today. Really big show today. Huge Waze. show. Really big show. Starting the year off with a bang. Yeah. Yeah, a couple dandies. It's a bit, it's gonna be a great gonna be a great show. Looking forward to talking to those guys. We're gonna learn more about the Ty Pazabon Foundation for those of you that don't know about it or don't know what's going on. It's a little bit of an update. Kind of talk a little bit about everything. So it's uh, hope you guys like it. Pretty cool episode. Yeah, we're gonna talk to Tanner about uh, his season. He had a rough year last year, and he's back. He's back. He's in it and Hopefully. feeling good. He says so. That's yeah. a good sign. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's huge. huge. Exactly. So Tanner's back. So that's number one moment though. Ty Pazabon. <laughs> his legacy in rodeo so new year's eve how was it for you good we went to pinoka abbi classic finals happy camper from the two-bit nation that's an awesome bull that's the uh bull went to the world finals this year as a three-year-old buck and bull there that doesn't really happen that often no no especially like well bulls from up here too eh? like, yeah that's a really good bull i watched him yeah. a lot over the summer he's, he's, been, he's, a, he's a real deal give him give him a, the winner and grow up and he's gonna be really Oh yeah, Badass. bigger and badder, bigger, stronger, faster, bigger and badder, and he just won the uh, ABBI Canada. Yeah, ABBI Canada Classic Champion, first Bull, ever. Bull won ten thousand, over ten thousand dollars this year in the ABBI competition. It's a lot of money. That's pretty cool. Like for the first year to be able to handle that type of prize money, isn't it? That's pretty huge. Well, actually, I saw a stat today about the ABBI, and in 2016 they paid out about ninety seven thousand dollars. Nice. And 2018 or 20, 2016 was ninety seven thousand. 2017 was 140. So cool to see the. It's good growth. Yeah, cool to see the growth in the ABBI and the buck and bull business. Growth. Now we just need to get some of that in the bull riding business. Hey, for you, like, what do you got coming up in the next few weeks? And kind of, what's your next couple months or month look like to kind of get things rolling for the new year? Well, you know, actually, I think we introduced you to our last episode. But Morgan Lutzak, first employee ever, Everything Cowboy Incorporated. Ah. Uh, <laughs> no, no she, but she's full time though, buddy. You're partial time. You're casual labor. Yeah, but when I do stuff, it shit gets done. That's true. You do get. You do have a lot of GSD. I'm fucking. You're pretty good at GSD. Worth my time is money. Yeah. I was supposed to go work at the ranch this week, and they're having a freak out at the office because I'm. 
that valuable. They need you at Canna Construction. Don't leave. They actually need you for the hockey team too. Yeah, they do need me for the hockey team. Wacey Anderson, starting goal for the Canna Worms. 31. Goals against average of about 7.89. Guess what mine is? Ted's is 100. Uh, No, it's zero. Oh, yeah. I got a shutout. Save percentage. Yeah. Yeah, my save percentage is 100. I'm a huge stats guy. Yeah, I'm winning. The only reason I play hockey is for the stats. The leading goalie at 46-20. I don't even know why I'm playing. One game. <laughs> You're in Thursday. One game, one. You're getting the nod. No, I'm gonna play D Thursday instead. I want. I can score goals, and I can stop the pucks. Well, I can like shoot the puck and shoot it at the net. Score. Not- <laughs> I might be like around the net when the puck goes in, like kind of like be in front of the goalie. I'm kind of. I like to be in front of the goalie because I know that how annoying that is. So I'm just that guy. It's dangerous spot though in beer league. It's true. Don't want to get the high clappers right in the right in the chicklets. Getting hit in the face with the puck sucks. Not ideal. It's just not ideal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So the next couple weeks, though, we're talking yeah, about we, that. We so going on? Yeah. so next week we're going to Whistler, family. That's pretty cool. Yeah, mom. We're gonna go out there. Mom, my bro. So we're actually gonna take three forms of transportation. Transportation. I think the only thing we're not gonna do is a ferry. So maybe I don't take boats. I'm not gonna take a boat. Boats and hose. <laughs> No boats on this trip. Boats. I love boats. Boats but, are fun. So my bro and I, though, we're going to fly out next week on Monday. So a week today, we're going to fly to Whist- or fly to Vancouver. Whistler. Fly to Vancouver. And then we're going to take the train downtown and then get on a Greyhound bus and go to Whistler. Really? Yeah, actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's going to be an adventure. That's really cool. Yeah. You just have your snowboards on your back and just little hoboing it on the Greyhound? Yeah, on the Greyhound. Don't get attacked. Because it was like, Greyhound. I don't know what the train costs yet. I think I got to look at that, but it's camp. I don't think it's going to be very much. Train yeah, I don't think it'd be. Yet. I don't think it'd be crazy expensive. No, hell no. But they wanted like seventy dollars to go uh, to get a bus that goes right from the airport to Whistler, like seventy dollars per person each way. And I was like, truck no. So that's like your average though fare for stuff like that. What's the great? What Greyhound ticket was twenty bucks? Yeah, twenty five dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. So why wouldn't I spend? Why wouldn't I save my fifty bucks each way? That's beer money per person. Beer money. Like my bro and I were saving like a hundred and two hundred, probably two hundred dollars just by taking the Greyhound mm-hmm. and doing some adventuring That'd and like cool. plus we can like stop at the at granville island on the way up and just grab some beers with our boards and just go on to the next one that's right? pretty cool that's that's like an unconventional way of traveling yeah and then neat. on the way back actually so we're gonna go to whistler for a few days there and then on the way back i'm gonna take the bus from whistler all the way to Merritt oh, and shit. stop off and see ty's family and everybody through the coke through the coke gonna take the coke there's a 15 minute stop in chilliwack so i get to step out maybe get a subway Sandwich. Keep Subway rolling. Sandwich. Subway. If you're listening, if you want to sponsor us. I love Subway. We Yeah. Subway is the best. A little if you want to bacon sponsor. ranch. If you want to hook a little us up. Lettuce, little Free sandies. Sandwich. Little bit cucumbers. We'd be down. Toasted. We would, say, we would say Subway on every episode. Do you like episode. your sandwiches toasted or not toasted? Not toasted. Definitely not Why? toasted. It doesn't matter. It's gross. Like, I don't want to... Buddy. I don't want to wreck my... I don't want my damn uh, mouth to get cut by a crusty old bun. It doesn't get cut. It tastes way better. It melts the cheese. Yeah, but I, they just melted. heat up mm. the meat cheese. in the microwave melted. in the oven, and it's the same. It's melted cheese still, too. Yeah, you microwave it. No, they put it in the oven, bro. They put it in the oven. Shit ass. Oven chicken. Buddy. Warms it up good. Okay, but after that, then... <laughs> I guess we're gonna have another episode by then. We're gonna our next episode's coming out on like the you I can guess it'll be like the fifteenth. You can tell us about your adventure when you get back. On the seventeenth yeah. is our next adventure next one. So that'll t- we'll talk about that one then. But then that weekend is gonna be the cowboy hockey tournament in Hannah. Oh my god. Gonna be a good oh one. Oh my god. I fucking love that tournament. It's so much fun. Leading scorer for the big valley cowboys. It's not Ted. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> not me. 
<laughs> I think it might be our buddy Prestige this year. I'm just hoping we don't have to go into an 18 round shootout in the beat final again. That was yeah. hell. Yeah, I was shootout ever been a part of my life. Yeah, I was just gonna go shoot. Score. <laughs> you probably would have been able to score more than our guys that actually went in it. No offense to those guys, but like, you probably could have got some goalies. You would have had them figured out by then. Yeah, that's. I'm excited for that. That's always something I look forward to on the school schedule there. Yeah. Well, in the PBR, it's in New York this weekend. That's huge. How many? How many guys we got going down there? Oh, uh, I guess we'll have. Uh, it'll be Tanner Byrne and Dakota Batar. Lonnie doesn't get to go. I don't think so. Oh shit. I well yeah, because they used last year's standings right, mm-hmm. so he won't get to go. He might get a call. But he'd be like an alternate though. World standings. Like Maybe yeah, but I think they're going to Oakland and Denver, Portland or something. And Denver and all. Yeah, Denver. Everybody goes to Denver for the most part. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday, usually there's an event in Pueblo, but I don't know if that one Pueblo, is happening this year. Pocatello, Winnebago. <laughs> all rodeo. The, just rodeoing. All the big spots. That's cool, man. That's good. Yeah, and then Chicago is the next weekend after that, so we're not going to like talk a lot of results, but we might throw like a few things in if here the and there. boys do good, you got to give the boys a shout out. Yeah, and we'll probably call them up, get them on the show, right? Hey, man, you did real good. Yeah. Congrats. See what's happening. We'll talk to them. I, I like to do one, like, have a person in, like... Yeah, in the guests. kitchen. Live from the kitchen. That'd be cool, right? What, did you listen to the Jay and Dan one with Jerry D yet? Not yet. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Really? It's so funny. Okay. So let's just all take a moment. Think Reflect. about what our 2017 was. Ty Posbon was made to be a cowboy. He grew up in Merritt, BC with the dream of conquering untamed wild beasts eight seconds at a time for gold buckles, glory, and fame. The young bull rider saw his childhood dreams through and became a hometown hero at a very young age. At the age of 25, Posbon was a three-time CFR qualifier and was crowned the 2016 PBR Canadian champion. After an outstanding 2016 that included five event wins, he made his whole country proud by finishing fourth in the PBR Built for Tough World finals in Vegas. Not all victories, however, are won free of injury, and Pazabon was no stranger to impairment. Ty sustained his fair share of bumps and bruises, including broken bones and, most notably, several concussions in the rodeo arena. Pazzi was described by his close friends as someone who truly cared about others, a winner able to light up any room with his unforgettable smile and laugh. He was known widely for his positivity and was at the height of his success in the arena. The battle within Ty's mind would be one that he would tragically lose on January 9th, 2017, when he took his own light. Images and kind words of beloved cowboys covered media for days, with family, friends, and rodeo fans pouring out their love for Pazabon. Many in disbelief asking how this could have happened. As family and friends faced the ultimate sacrifice, discussion as to why began to surface very quickly. The reality of those close to him had been concerned about. The number of concussions Ty had endured. This quickly pointed towards the reality that he most certainly exampled the traits of someone suffering from traumatic brain injury. The goal of the Ty Pazabon Foundation is to protect and support the health and well-being of rodeo competitors inside and outside the rodeo arena. In this segment, the guys talk to Rusty Clooney, chairman, and Tanner Byrne, president of the Ty Pazbon Foundation. This is Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy, brought to you by Everything Cowboy. We'll start with you, Tanner. Tanner, uh, I mean, it's been a really tough year for everyone here, and it's, I mean, we're into, we're into a new year now. I guess it's already 2018, but let's talk about, first off, what the most important thing, biggest win has been so far. I think there's there's a lot of wins that came with the foundation. One of the biggest ones, obviously, would be having sports medicine, the Canadian Pro Rodeo Sports Medicine team at every single PBR Canada event in 2017, which has never been done before. So that, that was a huge feat. Uh, also, on top of that, I think just the way that the, the whole rodeo and bull riding community kind of came together and 
in a sport that's that's very humbling and and very on your own. Uh, we've seen everybody kind of come together and and get the same mental aspect of you know taking care of ourselves and and the effect that these that these injuries, head injuries and and injuries in our sport can have. So. I think it was just a, a total game changer in all of the sport of rodeo and in bull riding, and we've seen that this year. And and uh, just the the education and the recognition that they came about through the foundation. I think that was that was just top notch. Talk about what the foundation goals are for 2018. I'm curious about about what that is this year. Yeah, I'll let Rusty touch on that one real quick. I'll tell you what we uh, what what we're trying to do is carry carry forward with what we certainly accomplished last year with the sports med team. But I think probably uh, some of the the added added things we're trying to do is probably take the foundation's abilities outside of say just the PBR and we've uh, met and spoken with the sports med group and they are uh, already planning to attend a couple and we're going to support them at a couple of smaller PRCR pro rodeos, uh, Canadian pro rodeo events that historically haven't had the ability to fund them and have them there. In addition to that, we are planning to have them at uh, the Little Bridges uh, Rodeo System of the first two or three events of the year. We've been talking with Sports Med how that, that's going to be uh, an added thing the foundation is going to do so that we open up and spread the awareness and education and the health and well-being of the Cowboys to the young and outside just the PBR group. Secondly, in working with uh, Sports Med, we're, we're pushing down the road with education and they are going to be working on 10 point series of educating films on the health and well-being for uh, rodeo cowboy competitors that they are developing with us and going to be able to deliver starting in the spring. And they'll go through various things on certainly uh, brain injury education. But beyond that, we're going to get into even just the health and well-being being uh, how do you take care of yourself on the road with proper diet, physical conditioning, just a number of things that we've met and talked about and, and we're pushing forward with that with the foundation funding that. And then, uh, you know, in the bigger scope, we have had discussions about a more larger educational video, which just takes a lot more of a budget to try and create. And then that may be the third main agenda this year, but that's going to take a lot more horsepower with our funding. So it's all about trying to balance our goals to deliver and stick to our main plan. Uh, with the foundation and keep the foundation healthy uh, financially to continue being able to do what its main day has been starting this year. The other thing that we are working on, which has come with our uh, partners, be it Bennett Jones, their lawyers, is trying to put together uh, with Nate a business program for competitors where we help fund uh, a course called uh, Business 101 is what I'm calling it. And we're trying to work with Nate to be able to create that and, and make that available with a curriculum that makes sense to day-to-day life for competitors and it's, it's kind of a basic business 101 course on trying to help the guys with their careers and manage their money and their future and build for a life after rodeo also and so that that is another uh, ambition we have so but those are those are a lot of tall goals and i think we'll get to most but as any foundation we're only nine months old we've had a good start and probably having built a foundation on the result of ty's life and and what an impact of thing in in the, the community is to keep
carry on and be able to continue to fund the foundation to build on its goals forward year to year to year would be always what I feel is always the foundation's biggest struggle. I'd also like to talk a little bit about Max too as well, Rusty. Like you've done a lot of things in Max's memory between the arena and the football field. And But I'd like to talk about that and how passionate you've been with Ty's foundation. Well, the Max thing, of course, Max is my son. And, and like anything, when you lose a young person, and I'll speak to it in this regards, when you, you lose a young person tragically, be it Max at 15 and a half or Ty at 25, uh, one of the things that goes on specifically as a parent is you always think their lives have been short and everybody's going to forget about them. So when you create a foundation like we've done in Ty's honor, I think it brings value back to the family and all the ones that love them that he's never forgotten, which is a strength that we all need because the loss is always near and dear to us. And that's the same thing I've learned and done with Max. Is a number of the, the things that I've done, it's... It, 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 Seems as though even though he died young, he's still alive and well. Everyone else, they, they save our lives and well to us that are really close to them. But you still have that sense that you hope everybody remembers them and their their life goes on through things like a foundation or things that I've done much the same way for 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 Matt in the community I live in here, be it through. Uh, uh, the sport of football, the sport of hockey that he was so tenacious at and, and things that I've done in his honor that keeps his name alive and his spirit and, and what he stood for, the same as what we're trying to do in honor of I was I think from a, a parent standpoint, you, you feel proud that that's going on. But I think the other thing is when you have characters like Max and Ty, specifically, let's speak to Ty, where there's a way we can do a lot of good with the loss. And, and I've always said this, if we can make a little good come out of a lot of bad, then we're all doing something good. And I think those are the parallels. And, and in the sport of rodeo and, and what I've seen being an outsider looking in on all this, I think it's an opportunity uh, to improve the sport. And whether we've lost Ty or not, I always seen as a businessman looking at the sport that we could do better for all the athletes and we can make it better for everyone. I, I got to say, Rusty, I've never, I never did meet Max as, as far as I know. I don't think I ever met him, but I feel like I know him from being around you guys and, and hearing all the stories. Like I, I totally agree with you that he's living on with everything you're doing. Yeah, and I, I think that's what you try and do when you uh, when you do these things. And and the and and the, the truth is in the pudding. And ten or fifteen years, when you still have things in existence that have the namesake behind it, but it's truly created its own path. Uh, even in town, Max has been gone six years, and there's still a belief uh, when you see the football teams or you see stuff that the strength of Max's character even though he's so young, it's still maybe not as much about Max, but it's about what Max did for and his character that pulls forward. And I think that's really long-term what I hope we do with, with this foundation and tight situation is that we never forget forget that and, and keep pushing forward. And that's where, even though we've lost time and it goes, time moves on, the foundation can push forward and it can be as strong as ever year to year as long as we build on it. Ted. I want people to know what you do though, Rusty, for people that might not know you might not have met you yet. I, I just want you to give a little background on, on Broda and how you're involved with, uh, with the sport of bull riding now too, with, with flying four buck and bulls as well. Okay. Well, that's, that's a tough one to talk about myself. Anyhow, it goes back years ago. I was a young man graduated from high school with about a 64 average. I was a wildcat. That wasn't a rodeo star, but I was a wildcat and uh, too short to be a pro football player, too short to be a pro hockey player player but I wanted to be a pro something so I moved on through my career got married and my wife convinced me to go back to university where I got my engineering degree as a married man and from there I joined my father's business and from there uh, 
went through some trials and tribulations as a family and, and uh, as all things go, when you uh, build a business, uh, I had to move out of my family's business just due to financial reasons and I moved on and, and worked for a construction company where I was the GM and I joined a gentleman that's uh, still my partner, Gord Broda, back in 1993, I guess it would have been and we ran a business that was called Broda and at the same time I was an owner of a company called Pony Consulting Engineers and I guess over time, we've grown those businesses. And uh, I think Gordy and I uh, talked uh, here at uh, Christmas that we started off and we were about a $9 million market count company. And today as Broda, which we own 50% each of with our partner TriWest in Calgary, which is now about a $120 million market cap company. And in conjunction with that, we've grown our uh, Clooney engineering business. And from there, I've grown another construction business called B&B Construction Group. In addition to that, I'm involved in two development companies developed plan for, for sale commercially and residentially in Moose Jaw and Prince Albert. And from there, I ran into, uh, obviously, Tanner over the years and his father, Ryan. And back when uh, I lost Matt, I was standing in the field and Tanner's dad walked up to me and said, you need to jump in. I'd like you to be part of the bull bucking business. And I, I said, he said, I think you need something. And I looked at him and he said, I know the bulls and Tanner knows the bulls and he kind of got a business brain, so maybe together we can build something. And so I looked at him and said, maybe you're right, I need to do something. And so we created, uh, or I joined in on what was called Flying for Bucking Bulls. And we pushed forward and today we're growing. Uh, Tanner and Ryan have been growing and myself, our business of Flying for Bucking Bulls and it's getting stronger and, and better than ever. And, and through all those, I guess, life stories that goes back even before that, that Ryan approached me probably 14 years ago now, 13 years ago, telling me that, hey, what do you think about trying to bring a PBR to PA? So that that, that kind of is a trip back where I jumped in with him then and some other partners and we put together a plan and hit the ground running with Jason Davidson and involved and we created a PBR in Prince Albert and that was in existence for probably four or five years before the accident with Max, and then we lost uh, Wade, who was very involved with Cooper in that event, and at that point in time, uh, again, Ryan come to me and said, let's change the name of this to the Clooney Cooper uh, Memorial Bull Riding in honor of the boys that uh, were certainly involved in that, and that's kind of how that whole story went ahead, and we push forward with that event and to grow on that to, to include now uh, a school that, that is in the front of that whole week. That's a full-blown professional, excellent school, probably next to the best in North America. They need no bull riders and bull fighters coming into our arena here in PA, and uh, we do it at my ranch. Uh, here and and that's kind of what goes on in front of the PBR weekend in Prince Albert and in conjunction with that we've added the ABBI events here in Prince Albert which I've uh, helped and worked with uh, all the people involved in that to, to, to make that go on so I just I just learned a lot so. <laughs> you could write a book I, th- I think Wacy learned a lot too <laughs> very educational when I, whenever you're teaching your course Rusty we want in not, we might not be competing but we want we want in I want to ask you Tan you know, last year was probably one of the toughest years any of us have all been through. But for you, competing in that was not in your profession. It was it was a pretty tough go. Yeah, for sure. To tell you the honest truth, once when when Ty passed, uh, the following days after it happened, you know, I was I was hurt at the time, but I was supposed to be going back and, and competing again. And 
to be honest with you, I had no intention of getting back to bucking ball again, really. Uh, it, it just put the fear in me and, and just changed the whole, my whole mindset, my whole aspect towards the sport of, you know, it, it was always a, a do or die attitude, but when you see somebody, especially your best friend, die, it's it, obviously is going to hit home and it, and it really did for me and a uh, constant struggle. It's a daily struggle that, that we're all going through. And, you know, I think the support and then the, you know, the people that have got behind me and, and got behind Ty have shown me how great of a community that we, that we do have. And all year it's, it's kind of just been trying to find that love of the sport that I once had that me and Ty shared. Uh, as youngsters, thing I guess with Ty would be that he would never want us to change our who we are and then what we do. He loved the sport of bull riding. He loved it, lived it, breathed it. And and if he ever heard me saying anything bad about it, I know what he would tell me. So Ty, I'll never ever forget Ty, and Ty will always be my best friend. And I just want to be positive, be happy, and and find that love for the sport. You know that we have. We're coming up on a year since he passed. What what are you going to be doing on January? Ninth. I'll be riding the bull in New York. <laughs> You're one of the top bull riders in the world, Tanner, and we're damn excited to see it. See you do it again. So go kick yeah. ass this weekend in New York and and Denver and and then wherever else you go, Chicago, all the way. You gotta go win that first one though, so you can stay on the tour. Yeah, that'll be that'll be the plan. Get back to it, and uh, you know I, I know the the skills that I have, and I know that I can do it. I've done it before, and it's just you know getting it clicking and getting it rolling. So I'm ready to roll. While I've got you guys on the phone, I just want to talk about who all is involved with the foundation that i guess i'm i'm the chairman of the foundation and uh tanner's the president and ted stolen and Chad basplug are directors as well as uh ryan giles of tri-west an equity development company in calgary and gord broda uh owner and proprietor of the Broda construction group also all bringing a bit of business to it as well as uh, business from Ted and that best plug and the family of, of Ty Pazabon is certainly always involved and, and we do everything in the foundation on behalf of, uh, or not on behalf, but with the approval of them and, and hopefully stay online with their goals and objectives as well as his wife, Jay Pazabon. I think that culminates into the foundation as well as all the other close cowboys that have all showing an interest and a push towards making the foundation go forward uh, on behalf of, of the beliefs of what we're trying to do and in memory of Ty, and that, and that includes all the people he rode with uh, through his career. Tanner Gerla, Tyler Thompson, goes on and on and on. I'm sitting here trying to remember everybody, but it does. the list starts to grow and grow, and then it balloons. So I, I think that would put it in a nutshell who the foundation is, Ted. Thank you, guys. I'll let you go. Yeah, boy. Yeah, buddy. Thank you both. Randy Cortieri was one of Ty's best friends and the man behind the phrase, live like Ty. We asked Randy what it means to live like Ty, and this is what he had to say. The story about that comes from how good of a person he was, you know. Uh, anyone knew Ty, that, you know, he always had a smile on his face. Just seeing the good in everything and everyone that he, every like in everyday life, he was just the most positive person I've ever met in my life. Like, I looked up to Ty, and so when you look up to someone, you want to be just like them. And, you know, he was younger than me, but that didn't matter to me because you're so perfect to me. He was my, he was not, not just a best friend or a rodeo buddy. He was, he was closer to blood than a brother. you know, like he was, he was closer than any blood brother that I've had. And, um, you know, when he passed away, I was just like, 
you know, for the rest of my life, I, I just want to live like him. I want to I treat people good. I want to live like Ty every single day. I want to live my life to the fullest with no regrets and no return. Just get after it. And uh, that's where it came from. And I just hope everyone can see the good and and everything they do because that's what Ty did. Just tell us a little bit about what you're doing and the the monster videos and the, and the videos with Dale and, and everything you do otherwise. Yeah, so uh, two years ago, I hung my bull rope up, and, which was a good thing because now I have a little more money in my bank account. But uh, I always had a camera in my hand. Like, I'm sure a lot of bull riders did because um, I, everyone likes to video their rides, right? So I started out video on putting my rides together and uh, once I stopped riding bulls I just pursued it and started making videos that I think people would have en- would enjoy so I kept practicing getting, getting it down getting what I what I thought looked good and then people started hiring me going back to living like Ty like just giving it everything I got because that dude gave his heart and soul to bull riding like he dedicated his whole life to bull riding and he was so good at it. And so that's how, that's how I want to put, I want to put all my efforts, all my strength, all my, all my talents into my camera and my creativity. And then I know it'll pay off because hard work pays off every time. I think I, I really get a lot of that from who Ty was and what he showed me. And I remember his mom messaged, like, I don't know if it was on MySpace. I don't know. I would have been Facebook. But his mom like commented on the video, and she's like, "Oh, Randy, I think I, I think you found your calling." But that wasn't even in my head at the time. Like that was going to be something I was going to be doing full time. Like I, I, we were just messing around because we enjoyed it. We were doing it for us. We weren't doing it for anyone else. You know, we just thought it was going to be cool, and we would do it because we'd watch snowboarding videos, we'd watch a bunch of skateboarding videos, whatever, and so we just tried to copy that and then put it in the bull riding world. Now I get to travel around with a camera in my hand. It's January 3rd, 2018. To wrap things up, here's Ted and Wasey with more cowboy shit. Brought to you by Everything Cowboy. I'm going to get a record deal by the end of this. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you might get invited to some karaoke bars, though. My heart has a history. <laughs> Hurting those mean the most to me. Before you get close to me. I, I guess you ought to know. Well, elder loves all Cowbell, you're done. Stop. Stop. You just got cowbelled. I'll stop. Okay, segment number three. Number three. Number three, episode three. Yeah, three by three. Three by three on the third, January 3rd. Wow, that's weird, man. What a day. Segment three, episode three. Coming to you live, January 3rd, release date. So it's 2018. Bam. Bam. And as you know, most people make New Year's resolutions. Yeah, but we're not most people. No, that's true. (laughs) But, but, what, do you have any New Year's resolutions in mind or something, a goal or an objective or a strategy for strategy, going into the year. You might say a strategy. One might call it really. Yes. Well, I'm curious to know. I have a few things actually. You want me to go through my book, like my goal book. Do you want me to like go full, like maybe full like goals on of, you? Like not all of them, but like, like couple, full resolutions. Couple, couple goals. I don't really do resolutions, but I have this black book that some of you might know about. The black book. And I kind of just diary. It's my diary. <laughs> it's my daily diary. Dear but this is where I keep diary. all my things. 
Sometimes I'll have like the date. A few things in December here. 30th, 2017. Wacy was mean to me today. Wacy hurt my feelings. <laughs> I feel really bad about it. I don't know how to tell him. I don't know what to say. Okay. So the goals though, the goals are in the book and I rewrite the goals every day here and there. Early. Not every day. Sometimes you should do it every day. Somebody told me I should do it every day. Like write them down every day. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty aggressive and I don't really write in this thing like every day goal wise, but maybe I should, maybe there'd be more real. That's the resolution. Right. Goals right every day. We, get it. we got it. Bam. Boom. Problem Bam. Solved. Goals every day. Resolution. See you later. Um, so 2018 though, I want to keep reading lots of books. I want to read like, I think I want to read a book a month. I think that's, that's pretty good. That's not, that's not unreasonable. By but then means. sometimes I read a book a day, but like, I don't, I can't sustain I that. I read a book one day. I'm dead. I'm awesome. Well, <laughs> just I'm just kidding. Um, I want to keep working on my house. You know, we got the new windows here lately. Windows are nice. It's kind of nice. Gotta have windows. I have a feeling that the, the fucking furnace isn't so good right now. Did you leave a door open when you were gone yesterday or something? It was like 10 degrees when I got home today. Oh, really? It was weird as hell. I was like, Wacy might have got drunk and forgot to close the door or something. I don't drink. Except last night. That's that's 2017 ways, right? 2018 um, ways. One of these, one of the goals that I wrote in this book on May 16th was saying, uh, I think what it says, do this. Oh, I'm getting 30 minutes of exercise per day. So that's I bought weird. a bike and then I've been using it, but I haven't used it in like maybe like twice since I've been home for the NFR. Maybe none, nuns since I've been home. Maybe zero times. So I got to get back to that. Back Holidays are a little rough on that. But we played hockey that one time. One day. And I did some other stuff. I shoveled some snow. That's kind of like exercise, right? It's not bad. Gets your heart rate up. Yeah. Oh, continue my daily meditation practice. I like that. That's I dig cool. it. That's huge. Clears my mind. I have this written down in... May 16th, 2017. Two full-time employees of Everything Cowboy by the time I finish this book. Got one. Morgan is on the books. Number one. And Wacy's kind of like casual labor. And then table. And, I'm and the, then, well, don't say that. No. The illegal immigrant. Not really. <laughs> and then Kobe, like, he works Kobe helps sometimes. Out. Yeah. So it's like, Lots of people I mean, help if out. I put everything together, we might have two by the end of the year. But maybe I can get bringing on full-time. Maybe I don't have to go back to Canada. Steal you. Steal me. Let's see. Headhunting. Uh, I wanted to say I wanted our PBR highlights to be on Sports Center in the morning show with Jay and Dan. That'd be sick. Like the PBR highlights. Mm-hmm. Thought that'd be pretty fucking be really cool. cool, wouldn't it? That should happen. So I think it could happen this year, 2018. Keep well. Yeah. I think it wasn't. For, we weren't very far off last year, but oh, broadcast live. Yeah. Man, they have like fucking dart highlights. Well, because we could be on the World Sports Report, right? The PBR Global Cup, that could be on the World Sports Report. That, that should have been on, like, yeah, for sure. Should we tweet them? How do we get this? Ha- how do we do this? Jay and Dan, if you're listening, help us. Put us on. Put us. Sport, put the PBR Canada highlights on Head Sports Center. Peep this, give the people what they want. Yeah, they don't want to watch soccer. No, bull riding. Bull riding. Fucking cowboy shit. Rodeo it's one. Awesome. Bull riding. So 2018, cool. yeah. Keep meditating. Work out sometimes. Uh, work out sometimes. <laughs> you know, what else? I don't know. I think that's pretty that's good. That's pretty cool. That's, that's like that's pretty good, right? Anything yeah. else I should do? Work more. Do better. You do. You do Just enough. Do work. better. Do enough work. As long as a person oh, grows uh, from year to year. I want to learn to be a pilot. I'm going to be, I'm going to take my pilot school. Fun so fact I can fly an airplane of the day. 
of the podcast. When I was growing up, I, I wanted to be a jet pilot when I grew up. Really? Yeah. I, I, had, be an a, astronaut. I had a movie that said I want to be a jet pilot and I'd watch it like four times. Really? Yeah. I really wanted to be like a, like a fighter jet. Really? Yeah. I think that'd be some cool shit to do that though. Yeah. I'd like really. to ride in one of those bad boys someday. Yeah, that'd be sick actually. Yeah. Like do like when they do the flyby over the stampede or whatever. Yeah. I'd be I want to go cool. be in one. I want to get in one of those. I had a buddy who was a Saskatchewan, the Saskatchewan Wanderer this year and he got to ride oh. in a snowboard. A snowboard. Really? It's pretty cool. Yeah. He like had a GoPro and had videos of it. Like oh yeah, that'd street. be neat. Yeah, it'd be badass. I saw the video of Sage Kimsey going in there. I didn't realize he puked. Did he? Yeah, he That's got cool. chucked in the uh, thing. We'll get him on the podcast someday. World champ. Talk about his million dollar season this year. That's kind of cool. neat. Pretty that was cool. a highlight I didn't put in the countdown that I sh- totally missed. And I missed one, another one too, that, well, I guess it's like, this is already January 3rd, but I haven't done the countdown. I haven't finished the countdown yet. But Todd's wreck and medicine hat. I totally forgot about that one. He Todd Cutowitz. Yep. When he got flung around, remember that oh, one? Oh, yeah. I totally missed it for the that thing. That was bad. He told me last night, he's like, Ted, where's my wreck? And I'm like, Oh, I forgot, Todd. I'm that sorry. was a rank one. That's why I need some more help with this stuff because, like, I don't know what's all out there. I forget. And I just, yeah. So I had a pretty bad downtown this year and it I forgot to put though. Todd in. But I'm going to put him in there anyways. My favorite one was the parachute guy getting wiped out. <laughs> so I thought funny. that one was going to get more views. I was kind of disappointed. That's so funny. Didn't get many views. Hopefully he's all right. We never really checked on him. I think he broke his leg or something, didn't oh. oh, I didn't hear that part. That's a risky take when you parachute. I guess. And you don't know what you're doing. I guess. Yeah. What What are your 2018 resolutions, Wacy? My first resolution, if any of you followed me on Twitter, I've already tweeted it out, is to, for New Year's Eve 2018, to make it to actually to midnight. That's next year. I'm on a two-year consecutive streak of going to bed before midnight due to unforeseen circumstances. Uh, what do you call that? Extreme intoxication? Yes. Or being overserved? Yeah. Blame it on somebody else. That, uh, no, that I did it to works. myself this time, but <laughs> anyways, I haven't really, two, sat, haven't really sat down. But two Wacy's, two Wacy's like, uh, two is, what are you like? It kind of was your fault, but you guys started at 6 PM. Yeah. That's hard. It's a hard, it's you a got taller. On, yeah. We start, start boozing at six and then you try yeah. to, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It does not. You're destined for failure. Yeah. That's just too early to note to self, note to the diary, Ease write this down in your book. Don't start the new year's party till at least 8 PM. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should start right? at 10 so I can make it till. Yeah. Till new year's, midnight. right? Just have a nap yeah. till 10 PM. Get up, give her till 1 p- 1 AM. Go back to bed. Perfect. There you go. Party. To midnight. go. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I haven't really sat down and hammered any goals out, but definitely I want to be more active and like try some new things like like maybe like doing some more hikes or something and do, like there's so much out in this area to explore and I, t- I feel like I haven't taken advantage of it and stuff like that and keep growing when it comes to like the stuff that I do like the work for you like try and do more and be more like even like try and pump out a few stories here and there. Yeah. You still get, owe me some Q and A's. Get on the music, get on the music or something. That'd be pretty, be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> on the music though. eh? that'd be pretty cool. I think try it. You're a, uh, I like your, uh, party playlist. So, whenever somebody asked me to do a dance next time or like a cabaret or something, you're, you are on, you're on. I'd be a good cabaret. DJ. I think you'd be great. So that's probably going to happen fwe, this fwe, year. Fwe. That's probably going to happen at some point this year. <laughs> and one then, I had to do last year was coronation. So I'll, you just go ahead and book that one in this year. We'll sweet. do that. We're going to have to take the day off work. We're going to go do that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Write it down. Are you going to enter the ski race again? Fuck yeah. Yeah. There's not, uh, that's, we got to move it to Sunday. I think. <laughs> The dates oh, are all fucked. No. Yeah. That's going to be tough. I think it'd be kind of kick ass on Sunday though. I think it might be all right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I should look at the calendar and see what the dates yeah. look like. Yeah. 
if it's Easter and Monday's off, then it would be perfect, actually. That'd be cool. I but think that, that's but, actually but, the case. But then, but the only problem with having it on Easter is like people doing family stuff. Well, but if they have families, they can bring them to the ski race. I, I'm see? just, I'm just saying. Like I'll go. I'm not. I'm never gonna please everyone. And somebody just stole my date. I'm not gonna say who. <clears throat> but um, yeah, they just took our date. So, but we had ours since April, but they didn't seem to care. Either way, Sunday fun day ski race. That'd be fun. Version. I think it might be all right because there's just no other Saturday is gonna work right now. We're kind of fucking hosed right now. Did you do it in February? Well, but I don't have any weekends in February. Yo, you don't. Because I'm like the first weekend I'm gone. Second weekend I'm the second weekend's Red Deer bull riding. Third weekend's Chad's bull riding. That's mm-hmm. all your Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. But yes, Sunday. I will be at the ski race. It's a fun time. I rather enjoy myself every time we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good time. If it's, I hope, yeah, it should be, it's at Narkway again. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't been to the ski race, you might want to experience 10 it. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. Go on YouTube, watch the video from last year. That, or that's, any of the first five years. Yeah. It's already year six. I didn't realize it, but it's year six run. already. Really doing it. How much is they, have they raised for the Oh, over 60,000 now? Nice. Pretty good, right? That's really good. It's pretty good. Yeah. And last year we raised another like 3,000 for the Taipazwan Foundation. Oh, you want to know what Santa got me? Yeah, he what did he get you? Some, I got some clothes, which is huge. Oh, you can never go wrong with clothes. Socks, right? Fucking love yeah, socks. Yeah, I got a pair of socks, a couple yeah. pairs. Um, I got a Keurig coffee machine. What? Yeah. Where is it? Why isn't it in our, in the 46? Why isn't it at ECHQ yet? Because my brother WTF. sold. My brother took it. What? Yeah. Where did he take it? To Saskatchewan. Are you shitting me? Man, dead serious. How does he steal a Christmas gift? Buddy, I went home Fuck today. Off. Went home today. Get home after whatever. And then like packing up my stuff. And I'm like, where's the Keurig? And my mom's like, Brayden took it. I'm like, what? That what was my hell? gift, Brayden. Yeah. Yeah. So what the fuck? So, Seriously? Yeah, you stole no. your Christmas gift. Now I'm waiting for a new one. Actually, so now... Well, so it's probably something like that Santa didn't know that your brother really wanted one. I guess, yeah. I was did confused. you steal one of his gifts back? No. But would you? Like when you go to his house, will you? No. Or have you? I have never. Did, you, did, you, did he Buddy. owe you one? No. Did he owe you one? No. And you're just like, I would never. Would never. Never. You sure he didn't owe you one? Why? No, he just, he just thinks that he can take whatever he wants. He's like a freaking Hitler. Yeah, Wacy's been a little bit... Uh, it's been a little tough subject Christmas time around touchy, Braden. Real touchy. We you kept can't. getting a bunch of Snapchats that just said the golden boy's here now, we can have Christmas. Well, and then like he gets a new girlfriend and then he just like <laughs> he runs the world. So he goes <laughs> like he spends Christmas Christmas <laughs> Eve and Christmas Day with her and then we were with her family, to, right? Yeah, with her family. Like he he held up your Christmas. Yeah. We weren't even allowed to look at presents. He looked over at your Christmas. Yeah. That's Don't even right. look at it. Don't even think about it. Don't even touch the it. The only thing that I did put that, it back. That was put like it back. Our family tradition for Christmas was watch John Wayne movies all day. That's all. That's the only thing that was Christmas. Pretty good day. Yeah, I love it. But, but the rest was just your brother was the Grinch, basically. He was the Grinch. He was the Hitler. He was everything when it came to Christmas. Like such we, a Christmas Nazi. He was a Christmas Nazi. Yeah, he was. And he was like trying to. Like, so yeah, that was weird. But yeah, so he stole my Christmas gift. But I got some cool clothes. I got a laundry bag. That's horseshit. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do to get him back? What is the revenge plan? To, are you gonna send him a like a like a bag of dog shit in the mail and just like, you know what, Ted? What are you gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? What? I'm gonna take the high road. <laughs> I'm just not gonna retaliate. Not gonna retaliate. <laughs> oh, you're a pussy. I know. <laughs> he, could be, he could beat me up, so I'm not gonna mess oh, with him. Oh, jeez. But I can't my mom that. says she's gonna get me, or Santa says I'm gonna get another Curie <laughs> another, uh, here. Mom, Brandon stole my gift. Uh, I was rattled, man. I went to go because I was pumped. I was like, fuck yeah, Curie. Love him. Yeah. This is gonna be game changer at 4620. I mean, we used to have a Tasmo. Tasmo's shit. Curie's are cool. <laughs> 
gosh. But anyway, either way, just having a coffee maker besides the French <laughs> press would be awesome. <laughs> Fuck, I hate that thing. <laughs> so, okay. Good to know. Thanks for being honest. I do. And hey, what about the present from uh, from Keenan? Keenan Vine. A sweet popcorn, an air machine, popcorn. And what was the note? Neat. What was the note? What did the note say? He was saying, congrats on the new talk show and says that we blow a lot of hot air. Yeah. So just like the air. Pretty just creative. like the popcorn. Pretty maker. creative. Yeah. Kino was in a pretty good mood the other day. Yeah. It's, to do that. It's, it's like kind Oprah. of funny. Gifts yeah. for you. Gifts for you. Because it was funny. Everybody gets one. It's funny because like, I'm like, me and Keenan and her friends were not super close. So I was like, oh, got me a gift. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Basically what they're doing is Keenan and Megan just moved to a new Off-loading, house. Offloading, yeah. So they're getting rid of some stuff. Yeah. So the popcorn maker may have not have been a wedding gift, but Hey, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool take it. Like it. Yeah, so take it. Christmas overall was good. I, I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed the time off, like just from yeah. life. Like I didn't have to worry about work or school or anything. That was yeah. a huge to like recharge and yeah, feeling pretty fresh heading into the next yeah. semester and stuff. Yeah. How about for you? Did Santa bring you any cool stuff? I'm feeling pretty fresh too. You're looking pretty fresh, buddy. Fresh, fresh, fresh. Um, exciting. Santa. What did Santa? So or Shanto. Shanto lives. Uh, actually, for Christmas, um, Keenan gave me a bottle he found in his back alley. It's like a back bottle. alley bottle. Back alley bottle. That's kind of ship cool. in it. No, there's no ship. You should put a ship bottle. in it. It has like a thing, like a cap, I guess you could put stuff in it. You could drink out of it. I guess if you washed it, but it was found in the back alley. So I don't know if it's that good, but I appreciate the gift. Um, and then, Oh, secret Santa. Did we talk oh, about that on our last miss. episode? No, we didn't talk about friends. Miss. Oh, that fucking huge. good time. Great day. Friends miss December 23rd Festivus. Yeah, that was got a lot of problem with you guys. You people we had to air grievances and feats yeah. of strength. Yeah. Nobody pinned Gator. No, so he's getting it next year though. <laughs> I'm going to start training. <laughs> Getting pinned. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend like every friends have a friends miss. Yeah, oh it's so my much gosh. Fun. I got a fucking drone and I crashed it like repeatedly and I broke it already. Oh, you, she's dead. Eh? I've, we should try it out oh, right now. No. I might try it out after this. Yeah. Yeah. How about me buying women's slippers? Oh, that was <laughs> fucking awesome. So Wacy gets, uh, oh. oh, so we all, there's five of us. My brother, Gator, the Gator. Still, I don't think anybody knows his name. We haven't talking. revealed his name. Never. The Gator. So the Gator, my brother, Wacy, Dustin. Dustin. That's it, right? Five. Yeah. 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 So we had this like Chinese gift exchange. It was a dandy. A Yankee swap. Yeah. So I, what did I bring? I brought a, oh yeah, I brought a, I brought the Sean Avery book offside and then I brought a kitty calendar like kitty cats. Gator loves kitties by the way. Yeah. So I kind of bought it for Gator but I knew Wacy wanted the book. So then I was like, meh. One of those things is going to work out. So Gator took his kitty calendar and the book and then I stole the drone and a Wrangler Christmas stocking. Nice. And then Wacy bought a pair of these slippers, like pretty nice slippers. They're they're memory foam. Like they're high quality. Yeah, pretty, some high quality shit. And then he steals the, what was it? It was, it was just, was it just slippers or something else? I did no, just slippers. Just the slippers. I wanted the slippers because they're nice. $50 slippers? No, I want $50 slippers. That was the limit? You didn't even spend the limit? Keyword limit. <laughs> oh, what a guy. Buddy, I'm a student. No way. I'm a broke ass student. <laughs> Wacy, we get a gift exchange. We need it next year for Wacy. We have to set a minimum apparently because he bought $10 <laughs> slippers for the $50 gift exchange. They were like $10. They were like 30 bucks. <laughs> oh, jeez. $30 slippers. That's pretty good. And then he takes his own slippers and they're fucking ladies Women's five. Fuck. Ladies small. But. They didn't even fit them. Didn't even. Like, <laughs> hardly fit on my big toe. <laughs> 
but it worked out because I was able to regift them to my mother. Yeah, I packed them back up for him after he threw them across the room. Yeah, and then he regifted them, them, gave them to his mom. And then what? My brother got this Ricky Bobby T-shirt. That if mug. you ain't first, you laughed. And a mug. mug. And then what else? There's one more thing. Oh yeah, some barbecue utensils. Yeah. So somebody, I think they're. I think Dustin got those, but then he forgot to take them. So I just. They're ours now. Yeah, they're they're uh, at HQ now for barbecuing. Because I didn't actually have those. I originally had them, but then I sold a drone because the drone was sweet. Those are cool. Yeah. So basically, I got a drone now, and I'm a pilot. So. It's kind of that's like step one into becoming a pilot. Yeah, get a drone. Get a drone. Right. Get a feel for it. Learn to fly the drone. Yeah. Fly a plane. So you're on the right track. Go to Mars. No. All in the same thing. Have you seen the movie The Martian? Oh, it's rank. Yeah, great film. But I don't want to be one guy there. There's gonna be at least three of us, maybe four. Like enough for like a hockey game. On Mars. Mars That'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. It's cold enough, right? Make a little there were places there. in Canada that were colder than Mars this week. Yeah, it's pretty cold in Canada this week. Pretty cold. Cold as hell. Hope you guys are finding somewhere warm to hang out right now. It's supposed to be warm up. They're going to get into the pluses this week. Oh, really? Chinook's coming. Chinook's coming into Calgary. Coming in, eh? Hell yeah. Maybe that's why I have such a headache today. Oh, it could be when it warms up like that. That's actually a thing, but it's not because he's hungover. <laughs> Yeah, had a little bit of fun. That's, yeah, that's cool though. Friendsmas was fun. Yeah, Friendsmas, actual Christmas. Yeah, so we, I went skiing with my mom in 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 Banff. 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 Go to Banff. Love Banff. We went to yeah, we went to Lake Louise. Went oh, skiing did? one day. It was like minus forty seven. Fuck, that's cool. But we got all our clothes on, like is like six or seven pairs of long johns, turtlenecks, scarves, and we didn't even die. So it was but pretty did good. You die. Yeah. That's cool. That'd yeah. So spent Christmas with my mom and everything, my brother. Nice. A good time. If you have any questions or anything. Yeah. If you want to talk about reach what out we to should us. talk about on the podcast. Hashtag next. cowboy shit. Yeah. Cowboy shit. We're both on Twitter. Yeah. If Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, if anything you want. Yeah. Hit us up. Hit we'll us talk up. About it, hit maybe. us up. We might not though. Yeah. If it's not good, we're not going to do it. But like, we'll take your comments. Yeah. Whether or not we do it. Yes. Like, sorry. But okay. Bye. Episode one, 2018. Episode, episode number three. Episode three. First one of 2018. Yeah. First one of 2018. Episode Word. three overall. Uh, it's happening. Cowboy shit. It. Cowboy shit is live. Bye. In 2018. We're here. We're here. Doing it. Smell you later. Bye.